Welcome back to another episode, everyone. So we are going to be talking today about five tips to beat social media addiction. Have you ever gone on Instagram to search for one thing, something that you remember, something that your friend asked you about, maybe a link, a recipe, a photo, something, and like five hours later, you're still scrolling. So today I wanted to share just a couple of tips that I've put in place to help me keep focused on the projects that I need to be focused on. So I am not completely just absolved with social media every single day. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with your host, Stacey Camille. On this show, I have honest, real-life conversations about building an online business, being a Christian entrepreneur, and everything in between. Join me as I talk about my victories, setbacks, and successes using the truth and wisdom of God's Word. All right, y'all. Here we go. Let's talk about productivity. First of all, in order, well, for myself... I have a lot of things going on. So I am, you know, a mom of a toddler that is just crazy town in itself. You know, I'm a wife. I have to take care of the husband. You know, of course he takes care of me, but I got to take care of him too. I have a full-time nine to five and a, you know, side hustle business that I run. Plus, because I love sharing information and research and all of that good stuff, and I love the word of God. I love to study it. I love to apply it. I just, and I, and I love to share what I learned in that aspect and just Christian living, you know, I have the podcast. So I have the website, I have the podcast, I have my planners that I do. And then on the side, I also, I'm also involved in my church. So there's a lot happening and so much so that there are things that I want to do, like exercise more, get outside a little bit more, travel a little bit more that I'm just not able to do because I don't have that time in my schedule right now. Or so I thought. Now I realize that I spent so much time just being distracted that there is time in my day, there is time in my schedule to get certain things done. And I found that when I've completely just removed myself from scrolling all day, you know, with in social media and all these accounts. So first off, you know, productivity, you can't stay focused. This is what I found. You can't stay focused if you're constantly switching between this app, this website. You know, if you, if the first thing that you wake up in the morning is you, you flip on your phone and you got to find out what's going on out there, like a whole bunch of things happened while you were sleeping and you need to absolutely know what happened while you were sleeping. That is not the healthiest mindset to have. And I'm not being judgmental. It's just if you start off your day filling up your brain with a lot of information, by the time you're ending your day, it's just going to be information overload. So we have to really take some time to define what is a productive day to us. What do we need to get done to feel like, okay, Huh, I you know I I got some things done today. I checked some things off of my list. 
And we need to plan our days out in a way that those things are actually done. And social media is kind of not distracting us from doing what we need to get done. Because to be honest, and if you're honest with yourself, a lot of us use distractions like getting on Instagram or Twitter and just reading and feeding our brains with all this information to avoid getting things done. A lot of us do that instead of actually doing the task and checking the boxes or whatever it is that you need to do. You kind of just avoid doing the hard stuff, the hard work by distracting yourself. So if you really, 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 really want to get your goals accomplished, I would suggest defining what a productive day looks like to you. What are the things that you need to get done to feel like you've accomplished what you need to accomplish and get those things done, list them out as tasks and get them done. So also If you have to be on social media, like for me, my nine to five, I do run my social media for my employer. So I have to be on there sometimes, right? So, but when I go on there, I make sure I have, or write down my specific goals for being on there. So if I'm on there to post what's happening in the community, what resources are out there, then that is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go on there and just go on these random accounts and start scrolling around because then I'll get nothing done. Also for my own personal thing. Yeah, I, I, I do like, you know, Twitter, Twitter is my thing. Instagram used to be, but when I found out that a lot of those posts are not that real, you know, Twitter is just my thing. Cause it's just watching conversations happen live is just really entertaining to me. So when I get on there, I try to schedule that time. Like, okay, when I get home from work, I am going to, I can get on social media. I'm not going to restrict myself like, you know, I'm the social media police, but I try to get off at a certain time and just put the phone down because I want to spend time with my family or whatever it is. Or if I'm at work, I do it, you know, during my lunch break and then I just stop because if I don't, I know me and you know yourselves. If I start on down that train, then I'm never going to get off the train. So if you're able to control that time, kudos to you. Wonderful. But most of us can't. So it's really good to schedule that until it becomes natural to you to reduce the time that you're on social media and to reduce the effects of that addiction. So you're just going to have to be a little hard on yourself in the beginning so you can enjoy later on down the line. The next thing is to reduce the information Overload. I spoke about this a little bit just now, but we all have this fear of missing out, aka FOMO. And that is crazy. You know, we we think that just knowing everything that's going on in the news and in the world is bringing value to our lives. And a lot of times it's not. A lot of times it's just information overload. And it actually affects our emotional state because for instance, if you're a person that just wakes up and you jump on the news and you're, all you see is just this negative news, it actually creates a sense of anxiety and it could be conscious or unconscious. So you really want to think about how is the information really affecting you now to judge what information is good or bad to you. That's up to you you will have to decide, okay, can I just look at the weather and be fine? Or do I need to know what's going on in my community, in my neighborhood and be fine? Okay, cool. If you need to know everything that's going on every minute, then that might be just cause for concern. 
and you may want to think of why do I need to know everything that's going on? Am I bored? Do I not have something else that I need to be doing? Am I, like I said earlier, avoiding my responsibilities or do I need to know these things so that I can start conversations with people or, you know, I don't think people gather at the water cooler anymore at, at the job, but do I feel like I need to be in the know so I can contribute to these conversations at work? Just really think about what it, why you need to like just overload your brain with information and maybe decide what's important for me to know and what's not important. If it's entertainment, then fine. How much entertainment do I really need? Can I get this entertainment elsewhere? Would it be better for me to go outside and kind of just spend some time with my family or go to the park and take a breather? Would it be better for me to spend some time reading? You know, what can you do to actually increase your knowledge on a subject without filling your brain with all this information? Because a lot of the times to tell you the truth, you don't even know if that information is true or not. A lot of it comes from a certain perspective and it may not even be all factual. So that's another thing to judge. Is the information that I'm getting factual and is it edifying to me? Also, let's talk about focused work. There is this book, oh man, I think it's, I think it is called Focused Work and it was really, 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 really good. I listened to the audio book and I cannot remember the author at this time, but I was really able to get a lot done once I finished that book. And I'm trying to find it now and I just can't seem to find it. It's not a, oh, Deep Work. Yes. Deep Work by Cal Newport. Really, really good book. I would suggest you jump on over and get that on Amazon. I do have a link on the website, by the way. So if you want to, you know, support, you could just click on that link there and get that book. But it, it really, Mr. Newport really talks about what focused work is and how the most successful people are able to get things done by just blocking out everything else during a certain period of time and only focusing on the tasks that they need to do at that moment. So that really helped me because I have AKA squirrel syndrome. I'm easily distracted personally. So what I had to do was just block off time on my calendar in order to get certain things done. And maybe you have to do that too. So now I calendar everything just for focus work, just for getting tasks done, for even getting these podcasts done. I have to block out time to write things out, think about what I'm gonna talk about, what I'm gonna share and outline things. And then that is it. There is an app, I believe it's called Centered, where you can sign up. There is like a free version and you, they, you're, you're in this virtual group, kind of like a virtual workspace and you have this virtual coach. I'm assuming that it's some sort of AI artificial intelligence coach and they, you're just focused on the tasks that you need to do. You tell, you know, it, what you need to be doing and it times you. And then, so you're focused for like 15 minutes and then it tells you, okay, you take a break for five minutes and you come back another 15 minutes and, and then it'll tell you, okay, your task should be done. And if you're distracted by your phone or anything, it will give you like a notification like, Hey, you need to come back to work and get this task done. So for those that need a little extra electronic help, 
that is a uh, pretty good website to use. I used it a couple of times myself to get some stuff done until I was able to get into the habit of just doing my own focused work there. And so if you need a jumpstart, it is a really, really good app. All right, so we are back. And the next point we're gonna talk about is prioritizing. You know, this one's pretty simple. I can't say this enough. Just make sure that you prioritize what's important to you. So if your work is important to you, then that should be your priority. If connecting with God, prayer and fasting and reading the word, then that should be your priority. And those things should be scheduled. There should be no time where there's one thing that is constantly taking all your time so that you can't get other things done. And that is actually how a lot of the information and the content on social media is set up. There are millions and millions of people vying for your attention. So it's very, very easy to get sucked into that whole whirlwind and you forget your daily priorities. You forget even the little tasks, you know, you forget to take care of your home. You forget. I have a friend that she has to remind herself just to do little chores and things like that because she spends so much time scrolling through Instagram and Pinterest. There are people, speaking of Pinterest, there are people that spend so much time scrolling and I guess you would call it, I don't know, virtual window shopping on Pinterest that they, and they never buy anything. Cause you know, Pinterest is more like Google. People don't really go on Pinterest to socialize. They go on to get inspiration for things, to learn how to do something or to shop. So there's so many people that spend a lot of time on there just scrolling through Pinterest. And there was a time that I used to do that a lot too, when I was really, really into sewing and crocheting and, and, and even at the time in my life when I was uh, a vegan and just going through recipes. Oh my gosh, you will be saving like a million recipes. Like how many recipes are there for flavored or infused water? A million. And you'll be spending time just saving those pins, saving those pins and not making one glass of cucumber mint infused water. So you gotta make sure that the time that you're spending on there has a purpose and that purpose doesn't trump spending time or prioritizing things that are really, really important and that bring value to your life, right? So that that's the thing. And in doing that, you would have to set boundaries. And that is, you know, my last point on this short thing, you know, set limits on how much time you spend each day, each week. I'm telling you, even like leaving your phone home have you ever like left your phone home and kind of gone somewhere, going to work? And at first you're like all in a panic, like, oh my gosh, I'm not connected to the world. Nobody can get to me. What if something happens to me and I can't get to my family? And then after you kind of go through the day, you realize you didn't really need your phone as much as you thought you did. Or there was a time, now I'm in Houston, but there was a time when I was in New, in New York and there was like this, I guess you would call it East Coast blackout. So you didn't have phones. We didn't have anything. We didn't have TV and everybody kind of just went outside. They went outside and they barbecued all the food because if you didn't barbecue the food, it would waste in the fridge because there was no electricity for the refrigerators. 
and neighbors actually met each other and talked to each other and got to know each other. And if you so happen to have a old school phone, I don't even know anybody has this, just the regular phone, analog phone that plugs into the wall, but you were able to make, you know, a couple of phone calls and actually talk to people and not text and all of that good stuff. And there was a time when I moved to Houston that the electricity went out and, you know, me and my husband, we didn't even know what to do because we hadn't, we didn't realize that we didn't really talk to each other as much. And we were like, wow, we haven't really connected in such a long time, even though we live in the same house because we were so connected to our devices. So, you know, we pulled out some games and we actually played with each other. We went to bed, we got rest, we actually slept. It was a really cool time. But then, of course, as soon as electricity came back on, you kind of went back to your devices. And that's when you realize, you know, you really do have an addiction to these things. But when you don't have them, you kind of see how much more to life there is than being connected to the content on social media. You get to know people more, you get to connect more. And I do believe that there is a purpose for social media. It's a tool. It's a tool just like, you know, ah, let me not get into that, but it's a tool and, and it, it, it will edify your life depending on how you use it. You can use it to connect to family, to connect to information that you actually need that actually help your life, or you can gorge on it and just fill up your brain with all this information that makes absolutely no sense. And it doesn't really help you. And I think that going on a social media fast, maybe for like a day or two would kind of just reset your brain to value it a little bit less than you probably do now. If you feel like you have this addiction and, and kind of just refocus where your priority is. So that is it. You know, I'm going to get off my soapbox about that. But like I said, I'm totally not against it, but unplugging sometimes will help. All right, guys. So that is it for today's episode of Everyday Truth. And the truth for today is connect to the things and the people that bring value to your life. And that will help you grow as a person. And that will bring bring health to your mental and your spiritual. That will just help you grow overall. And I will see you in the next episode. Remember to connect with me on stacycamille.com and share and like and download this podcast if you find any value. God bless. See you next time.